Hello, everybody. I'm Sophie, and welcome to MILF Talk, Make Your Life Fabulous, where we like to talk about anything from parenting and money issues to sex and dating. I thank you for tuning in today, and I always hope that listening will not only entertain you, but maybe help you or inspire you in some little way. Um, If you ever want some free advice, because I'm full of it, uh, please feel free to write me at makeyourlifefabulous at gmail.com. You can tweet me at MILFTalk, and you can find me on Facebook at Sophie Venable. Um, I'm more than happy to answer your questions on a show, and uh, you can just uh, hear me talk about you. I would love to hear from you. I'm a psychologist, a life coach, an author, a ballroom dancer, I'm mentioning that for a reason, and a mother of two. Um, By the time this airs, I will actually be on my way to my dance competition. So just had to mention that. Uh, My guest today, you're going to love. She is totally milfy, new mama, uh, and she uh, actually has just survived the first year of motherhood. Are you there, my dear? <laughs> she's yes. a fitness. She's a fitness and lifestyle coach. You may know her from Exercise TV's The Skinny or the Bravo docudrama Workout. She's been doing this a million years and is going to talk to us today about getting back in shape post baby. Ladies and gentlemen, please yes. welcome the brilliant and beautiful Zen Gray. Woo! Yay, thank you. Yeah. Okay. How are you out there in Chicago, New Mama? You know, I'm good. Like today's a gorgeous day, and Chicago's had not some many weather <laughs> over the last year. Yeah, you kind of did move there during the polar vortex. Ah, oh, bad was move, honey. Like so stupid, so stupid. Why did I leave Los Angeles? That's a forehead slapping moment. Fucking polar oh. vortex. <laughs> Don't. So how's how's your gorgeous baby? How's she handling the cold? <laughs> she's she's amazing. She's so happy and she sleeps like right now. She's taking a nap. Like she's just God she's bless the best. her. You should pay her for that. I know sleeping. I know my kids didn't do that. They do it now. They're they're great sleepers now, but they're ten and fourteen. So <laughs> yeah, no, she's she's been sleeping through the night since like two months she's uh, she's really great you know you're not making any friends right now saying i know like <laughs> i know like we're not sleep deprived like most parents you know we had we had other issues you deserve that you deserve that she no. literally yeah. has the cutest her little smile kills me because if you go on you can find zen uh, you can find zen gray that's z-e-n and g-r-a-y zen gray you can find her on facebook and um, like her page, she gives all kinds of great advice. And there's cute baby pictures. She kills me. This kid has her her grown up smile already. You know, like like that's gonna be her smile when she's like ten. You know, and it, it, <laughs> oh my god, she's just precious. She does. She kills me. She's just so cute. I just wanna I don't know rip my hair out. <laughs> so, or bite her or something. You know, like I always wonder what is that? What is that? Um, urge that we have to like just chew on our kids like rah, 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 little, little I don't know guys. I mean it really it, it makes me crazy she's so adorable I don't know what to do with myself I know it's a good thing because you know they're a lot of work it so is. it's a good thing they're it cute is. you know like little puppies or something so um so you've been um so you've been doing this uh fitness and lifestyle coaching for quite a while and yeah, long time. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say your age or not, but no, that's uh, fine. Okay, no, so, 43. Yeah, so you, but so you had a baby a little later, right? So you've been doing a lot of this yeah. coaching, like, pro, you know, a lot of moms, right? You've trained tons of moms, 
and heard all kinds of complaints about post-baby weight, right? You've heard Mm -hmm. it all. And uh, and now you've lived it. So tell us. So tell us what was I want to know what was the most shocking thing to you about post-baby weight? Well, I'd say, you know, I went in talking to the doctors like, look, I know I'm probably at some point going to beg you for the C-section, but try to keep it vaginal if you can, because Mm -hmm. most women heal up faster from a vaginal birth. So my plan was, great, let's try to keep this as natural as possible. Like, if I need drugs, give me drugs. But, like, let's try to do without all the extra stuff. Because you're thinking, you know, like, I want to, like, heal up and get back to the gym. Well, that's that was my hope. Right. You know, that's that really what I wanted to do. Right, right, right. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, my baby has an enormous head. She was almost 10 pounds. It's all that brain. Oh, she's got a big brain. <laughs> and uh, so cute. A little brain. And, um, yeah, so I had a really hard labor, um, lots of complications afterwards. So I didn't heal up for months and months afterwards. I want to say like seven or eight months. Oh, my gosh. It took me to actually heal. Did you have a C-section? I did not have a C-section. Oh, okay. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Okay. No, I had a level two episiotomy. So I had complications with the episiotomy. I'm just not going to explain that because it's hard to listen to no <laughs> yeah no, you it's, know it's, it's just rough. stuff had to you know like they had to they had to cut things you know her head was just huge they had to make room for her head and yeah. so it just took a really long time to heal and um Sorry. it was just really rough and uh, on top of that I think what was hard for me was I you know I was really worried about not not just the labor. Like I, I did have some anxiety about the labor, but I was worried. Like, wow, you know, I'm older. Am I am I going to have the energy to do this? Am I going to know? Like, I, you know, for a long time, I thought, oh, of course I'll have kids. And then I got to the point where I was like, you know, maybe maybe I shouldn't because I'm tired. <laughs> you know, like, I think I remember us having that conversation on a on an old episode yeah. of Milf Talk. I think we talked about like, nah, that you had just gotten married. You know, and uh, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't know if we're going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure, you know, and I was like, you know, if we do, I'm sure I'd be happy. But if we don't, that's OK, too. Like, I was kind of like, oh, either way. All right. And then, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure, like, we had the possibility. So I made sure, like, I was healthy. My husband was healthy. Everything was good. And we and we got um, pregnant naturally. Like, we didn't do any charting or, you know, IVF or, like, anything funky. Good job, like, we just hubby. Got pregnant right yeah so you know it, it that was that was lucky and she's a healthy baby and no no issues there but um you know I had anxiety about being a mom because I didn't know if I could I don't know if I say handle it because I feel like I'm a very nurturing person but I, I, I for one want to say that I always knew that you would be a good mom I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> well, thank told you. you so well I always thought like I take care of people so right. that comes naturally to me but I didn't know if I would kind of get lost while taking care of someone you know like well yeah I think a lot of moms that come to me that's their problem they've put everyone first for so long that they haven't worked on themselves or focused on themselves and you know they're in this horrible place of like 
bitter resentment for everyone else taking their energy and you know well it's difficult because there's totally get it there's momentum there and you have you've got your first year where you you really do have to put this little being first because they can't survive without you what yeah well that was a really yeah and i and i really thought yeah like i thought she was going to be all the work right but what happened was when i moved out because I, I moved from Los Angeles, Chicago, to be close to family. And I ended up having really bad family drama with my parents. Yes. And I was expecting all my stress to come from the baby, and she's been great. I've just been stressed about my parents. Yeah. And I um, went to therapists because I was so stressed out, and I thought, you know, I need someone to help guide me through because everybody needs a coach. Right. And uh, so I went, and they're like, no, you are clinically depressed you know, yes, this stuff with your parents is affecting you. And I said, but I'm so happy about my baby. I'm happy about the house we got. I'm happy with my husband. And she's like, no, no, your body chemistry has changed. Right. You know, you are actually depressed. So you're going to have to work through this. And, and she didn't said to me, I know that you, you know, want to try things as natural as possible. She's like, if you need some medication, here's someone to talk to. And I said, you know, I want to try not using medication. I, right. I really want to see what I can do with a lifestyle change and kind of focusing on therapy and things. So I did that. And I think my depression manifests itself in, um, in just eating comfort food, I think. And that's very common for a lot of people. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, of course you don't. <laughs> yeah, you I know, have so, never done you know, that. You know, most people, yeah, like most people have gone down the, <laughs> I know this makes me happy for a moment. And sure. That's right. And it actually physically works. The problem is it makes you fat. Right, so exactly. So I had for people way that... extra body fat from what I really thought, like from being depressed, from not being able to work out, from being in pain for almost eight months. Like it was, it was a really brutal first year from that standpoint. Yeah. But, um, you know, I got blessed with a great baby. So I can't even imagine if I had a rough baby. Like yeah. How, you know, and even how much for, gray hair I'd have. for people listening, even if you don't, if you don't have the family drama or you just have, you just, and you have a great baby and you're happy with everything, you're still um, chemically and hormonally, uh, you know, every, everybody's heard about postpartum depression. Um, also, your sleep patterns are changing. Your hormones change. Uh, you can be mildly clinically depressed and really mm-hmm. barely even be aware of it uh, to, to a certain degree. You just know that it's kind of it's hard to get out of bed in the morning. It's hard to get up the stairs. You know, these are these are things that are so completely normal with or without obvious uh, stressors, you know, without obvious yeah. negative things. And I think people feel bad because they're thinking, but I have this perfect baby. I'm so lucky. And I have a great husband and I'm so lucky and I shouldn't feel this way. I shouldn't feel depressed. You know, I'm being ungrateful. And, you know, as you're describing here, you know, with, with or without the family drama, you've got physical pain, you've got so many things, so many challenges in front of you um, that is absolutely completely normal to go through what you went through what six eight nine months of yeah a certain amount of clinical depression that you had to work through yeah 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 so you're not alone out there yeah and I didn't really recognize it because I think the hospitals and the doctors are really great about like I got these you know questionnaires like, mm-hmm. are you sad about this? Do you feel blah, blah, blah? And really, like, I was able to check everyone off. Like, no, I feel, you know, like, I feel fine about this. I feel fine. I don't feel, you know, hopeless. I don't feel desperate. Like, you know, they checked 
for postpartum depression, depression through this, mm-hmm. you know, these little questionnaires that I got. Sure. But I was like, you know what? I'm specifically depressed about this yes. one issue. I'm yeah. really happy with my, like, there's never been a moment where I've been annoyed or just like want to do harm or any, like it never right. had those kind of feelings right. ever, you know? So I've, I've been really thrilled about being a mom. Like it's, it's, it's way more like I had no idea how happy she was going to make me. I really <laughs> it's pretty had awesome, no right? <laughs> Let's hear it for babies. Yay. <laughs> I mean, so happy. So just so in love with her. It, it's amazing. So tell amazing. us, so, so tell us like what specifically you implemented for yourself when you decided, okay, I'm going to just, I'm going to try some lifestyle changes first. So yeah. how much, I mean, do you, have you, I think you've shared, have you shared like how much weight you ended up feeling that you were overweight as far as, uh, um, well, you know what? I stopped looking at the scale while okay. I was pregnant because I didn't even want to, I didn't want to know. You just uh, knew you I were think, a few sizes up at least, right? Yeah. I mean, it just, it's just, you know, that's depressing. Like you just don't want to see yourself that big, but, um, I, I'm pretty sure I was up at around two Oh five and I'm five, eight. Okay. And, and, my pre-pregnancy weight, I was around 150 when I got pregnant. Okay, so you had a chunk and to deal with. It must have felt yeah, a lot yeah. different on you because you're not used to that, carrying around, carrying that around. Yeah, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't used to that at all. Like, I've never been, you know, I've never been an overweight person, really. I mean, I've, I've fluctuated. I think the most I've ever gone up was like 25 pounds, but it's like... I feel like I'm an evenly distributed 25 right, pounds right. when I'm over. So we it's have, like, I don't we feel have our, so We have our range that we can pull off, you know? Yeah, you know, I've got a range. Yeah, everyone <laughs> That's a pretty does, big range. Know? That's like, awesome. Ah. Good for you. So, so here you are, you're, so you're up, you know, say, say 40, 50 pounds and you're, and you're, yeah. you're not happy with what you're seeing in the mirror. You got a new baby to take care of. You got family drama. Where do you start? Well, for me, food is the first place to focus on. Yeah. And, um, for me, it was, I need things that are going to help me heal first and foremost, because mm. I had to get rid of this pain. Okay. Like I was in pain every day. I couldn't go to the bathroom without pain. And as you know, like elimination is a huge part of weight loss. Yes. So, and you it, talk it about in your, bathroom. your book, you talk a lot about that, right? You talk about cleansing yeah. and yeah. So you can go ahead and yeah. plug your book right now if you'd like. There you go. Right there. Boom. Set you up. Yeah. Go. I mean, <laughs> from, from, from flab to fit, you there know, you it's go. like, it's just, you know, the first place to start is like, Hey, you know, just get everything moving. Right. You know, and not in an unhealthy way. Like you don't have to take any diuretics or anything. It's just, you know, drink more water, eat more foods with fiber and, you know, get going. Okay. So you start and, there. Um, yeah. So I started there and for one month, uh, my husband and I did all vegetarian because um, I just wanted things to kind of get through me faster. And meat is just harder to digest. I like right. meat. I have no problem with people eating meat. There's nothing wrong with it. But I just wanted things to go quickly. Yes. So um, I wasn't going to focus on my muscle tone just yet. I needed to heal first. Right. So for me, I just did, you know, as much fresh fruits and vegetables as possible. And, you know, Chicago, you don't have the great farmer's markets anymore. You know, oh, like, yeah, you should be back. You know, I miss it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's there's plenty of options even here. So, you know, there's Whole Foods everywhere. There's Trader Joe's. And it's fine. Good. So, um, yeah, so I did that for a month. I lost nine pounds in that first month just wow. through, 
you know, just eating fruits and vegetables for the most part. And I had, uh, I had hemp and rice protein powders, mm-hmm. um, available. And so I did some of those. I don't like to taste of those as much, but I did some. So, um, are, um, so people are probably thinking, well, okay, so if you ate fruits and vegetables, did you eat grains? Did you eat, you know? No, I tried to stay away from grains. Okay. Um, so because I know that I have a reaction to wheat in particular. So okay. I just tried to stay away from grain. What about legumes and, you know, like uh, beans? No, plenty, and... plenty. I did lots okay. and lots of beans. Okay. Lots there of beans. you go. All right. Because yeah. we're wondering where the, yeah. where the uh, bulk of your food's coming from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we ate a lot of vegetarian Chinese food during that month. Got it. Okay. That was, that was a big part of it. Like lots of stir fry, lots of bean curd, you know, like okay. just, yeah, you know, stuff like that. And cool. um, I was really craving meat that month. My husband lost, I want to say, like 15 pounds. Like, that's his Asshole. ideal. <laughs> I know, right? Like, that's his <laughs> ideal meal plan for him. Like, he's good eating very little meat. Like, right. I feel like I need a lot more meat. And, you know, I do subscribe to the whole type, blood type diet. Oh, you do? Yeah. Significant. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So I'm type O. I'm one of the earliest, you know, type O is like the earliest blood type. So for me... Like meat, my body just reacts well to meat protein. Cool. Not so much grain. So I try to stay away from that. So after the first month, you're feeling oh, just a little bit better, so right? Felt a little better. Yeah. yeah, felt a little better. And that month, at the end of that month, I finally stopped feeling pain when I would Fantastic. go to the bathroom and stuff. And that was a huge, <laughs> you know, huge bonus. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that was, you know, January. Then... uh so January, then we started implementing, yeah, then January I started implementing more um, gym time. So I went to the gym a lot more and just tried to use that as a stress relief for me and started just getting on the cardio equipment and doing light weights, like nothing brutal because I hadn't lifted in a year, essentially. Right, right. So and you so started I, You easy. know, it's like your joints need some time to ease into it. Right. Get the blood moving with a little cardio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, I just slowly but surely started having the weight come off. Now, my big problem was stress eating. So if I feel like I would have, you know, some family stuff flare up or whatever, like I would want to have chocolate or I'd, you know, like, oh, let's just get ice cream or, oh, you know. So for me, um, and soda was a big thing. Like I got on a soda kick. Really? Yeah. I can't even believe it. I can't even believe it. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. You know how it's I feel so about soda. Good. It's so bad for you, and it's so delicious. I know. I mentioned like that, that in my that book. That was one of the hardest things. <laughs> so does the devil. <laughs> so, so, so awful. So, yeah. So I've, I've had to kick the soda thing, which is really hard. Yeah. And I didn't do – something that was different during my pregnancy is I didn't want to do any fake food. <laughs> like right. Fake food. Right. So you're not doing so diet nothing soda. with weird sweeteners or any kind of weird chemical. Good idea. So I totally justified, you know what? I'm going to have real Coke and not diet Coke, and I'm going to have real chocolate, and I'm not going to have this protein bar because it's got sucralose in it. And, you know, <sighs> like I started eating just – just regular food. I wasn't diet food. And I've been eating diet food for like 20 years. Oh, okay. So, so you got all you this know, real so, sugar just flowing through. Yeah. 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 Not that, yeah. not so that I, I, I still think that the decision to not have the fake sugar is still a good decision, but to replace it with 46 grams of sugar and a can of Coke, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, ideally you don't do that because you handle your stress and you have fruit when right. you need some carbohydrates, you right. know, like that's the ideal. Unfortunately, 
you know, I was, and I am, I am an emotional eater. Mm -hmm. So I have to keep my emotions in check and I have to keep my stress in check. And that's what I talk with all my clients about. It's about dealing with your stress because almost all of us are stress eaters. Right. In one way or another. And some of us are happy eaters too. You know, that's, that's an interesting, um, yeah. Phenomenon that I always experienced was that when you, even when you feel excitement, um, I, I sometimes wonder if like that excitement still has um, it, it it is so similar and and includes some adrenaline that we still self medicate with the carbs, you know. So if we're stressed, we eat. If we're happy, we eat. We're excited, we eat. You know, we're lonely, yeah. we eat. So um, all of these, uh, it, it's so good. What Zen's talking about is just her absolute awareness that she is a stress eater. It's like, oh, mom called, let's go have yogurt. And, you know, that happens yeah. a few times and you got to recognize that. Like in that moment, yeah. you go, ah, this is not about the yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yogurt and, will be there tomorrow. You know, it's like so much, <laughs> yeah, like so much revolves around food. I mean, we celebrate with food. We get together with people over food, you know. So there's all these associations with food. And, uh, you know, it's mostly not about hunger, <laughs> right? So, you know, so I try to keep things in, in that perspective that, okay, let's try to do this when we're hungry, but also knowing we only have a fraction of amount of willpower. So you can't rely upon willpower. You have to have planning and strategy in place. Can you so please like right repeat now, that? You cannot plan on willpower. No, it's you almost cannot, it, can't rely on it. I don't know the right word for it, but it's something like an oxymoron. <laughs> you yeah. cannot plan on willpower. No, no, you cannot. And so strategy, strategy. Um, like right now, I've got a huge, like I've got a one shelf dedicated to protein shakes in my mm-hmm. in my fridge. I've got a huge bucket of of protein bars that I grab when I'm walking out the door. I make sure I always have protein bars with me. So if I'm hungry, I don't grab some crap. You know, I think that's, that's actually really important. And it's, it's funny because the market is just absolutely saturated with, um, with protein bars and, you know, little meal substitutes that are just chock Mm -hmm. full of sugar. And there, I mean, you really, really have to read your labels and anything, anything that says, um, Sucralose or maltitol or sorbitol, those are all sugar alcohols. And for some people, those are very difficult on your stomach. So you really need to label read. But if you can find one, even one, I have one that I love and it's gluten-free and it's only got like six grams of sugar. It's awesome. Um, If you can find one that you just invest in the damn thing and buy them a box at a time, because if if you have something like that in your purse, in your bag with you, you know, don't substitute more than one meal a day or one snack a day with these things. But it, you have to have tools and getting yeah. yourself driving and hungry and hangry, angry, hungry, and not oh, having and not work. having any options. Guess what? In and out sounds fucking great with cheese and yeah. fries and a shake, please. Right now, yeah, yeah. right, right. Totally. <laughs> bring it on, you know, or you can yeah. have your bottle of water and you can have your snack bar and you'll make it home where your veggie tray is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so plan, plan, plan. Yeah, having, you know, having stuff there and if you don't like, you know, protein bars, because a lot of people don't like them. No, I, I, um, I agree. You know, nuts are a good option, but you got to mm-hmm. have them individually packed. Yeah. So, you know, like one handful of nuts is 200 calories and you 
can't look nuts as a free-for-all. You can just have a handful, and that's just to get you through to where you can get real food. Like, you can't rely on nuts, but they're a great mobile food to have with you. And you can leave those in the car. They're not going to melt. And they sell them at a gas station. They sell them at gas stations. What was that? They sell them at gas stations. Yeah, that's right. like probably the right. one so thing that you can to. buy yeah. at a gas station that isn't, you know, yeah. a Snicker bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's you know that's the other option. Right. And um, so now, so you're you know, like I put those that. things in place, and those those have helped a lot. And of course, now I'm finally teaching again, so that feels great. So I've been teaching for about a month, and um, you know, the weight comes off much faster when I'm teaching. Sure. So um, you need intense. So if you were to, if you were to, you know, talk to a a room full of new moms, um, Mm -hmm. now, uh, you know, obviously you, you had, um, a particular physical experience that delayed your ability to start exercising. Um, Mm -hmm. let's say under relatively normal recovery circumstances, um, what, what kind of frame of mind, what kind of, um, timeline do you think that moms should kind of give themselves as far as you know start your light workouts at this point and then maybe work into this and how long to kind of expect for weight to drop off especially if they're nursing you know for some people that makes it fall off for me it just kept my boobs enormous and just like it was like my body was holding fat when I was nursing yeah I didn't feel like the nursing made me lose weight like other people have talked about I didn't feel like that at all (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, people say, myth. oh, yeah, you know, you, you lose like 500 calories. But I'm like, yeah, that didn't do it for me. I don't know. Um, and I nursed for about six months. So uh, so if it was going to work. Know, I, <laughs> but who knows? You were under like, so much stress the first six months. It was horrible. So, so much stress. Yeah. So, yeah. so so let's say so let's let's give a like a compassionate timeline to the ladies of the world here. Well, I'd say, um, you know, there's there's a window of opportunity right after you give birth because your hormones are right for you to drop fat right away. And so I was so pissed to miss that window. I can't even tell you like there there's hormones like surging through your body that help you drop it really quickly. And, uh, you can, if, you know, if you have, and who has like the perfect easy birth anymore? I don't know. I mean, some people do, but you know, if you go don't through, you started. don't have tearing and you don't have an episiotomy <laughs> and you're like good right after, yeah. like you could, you could start, you know, in the next few weeks, like you could go four to six weeks and start moving again with light, with sure. light exercise. Yeah. You know, I Especially had to wait walks, until eight weeks to even yeah. talk to the doctor again just to see. And he's like, yeah, no, no, you're not healing very fast, you know? <sighs> and so I was like, great, okay, a few more months, here we go. Like, I, I just never got the okay right. to do anything. So, so, so um, when you get the okay, say like four to six weeks afterwards, um, mm-hmm. start with what, like a little light cardio, walking? Yeah, just walking, walking. Yeah. Walk, walk, walk your you baby. Know? Yeah, like eat a bunch of vegetables to help you get, you know, some of that water weight off and just start walking. Cool. And then, yeah. and then, uh, Fiber and water. Just kind of keep going, (laughs) keep going, um, increasing intensity just as you feel that you can. What do you think? Three, three, four days a week? Like, 
Yeah, you know, like you can walk every day. Sure, walking you you can do every day. That's actually a great thing that you can do, like put the baby in the stroller and go. You know, like it's it's a great thing to be able to do with your baby, which is lovely. Right. You know, and doing some strength training, like you just you got to ease into that because you know your your joints, like everything's stretched a bit. And even though you peak with, um, oh god, what's the hormone called? It's like. your prolactin is well. That's your nursing hormone, but you... well, relaxin. Yeah, relaxin is actually yeah. the hormone. You peak at fourteen weeks. I thought it was later, but you peak at fourteen weeks with relaxin. Fourteen weeks pregnant. Preg- yes, fourteen weeks pregnant is when that hits, and your um your hips you'll you'll start your feeling things differently spreading. in your hips because your ligaments, everything kind of starts to to they loosen. Yep. Yeah, and and yep. for a lot of women, it takes quite a while to sort of uh, well some sometimes you're never the same but to yeah. to sort of tighten yeah. back up and walking is uh is your best bet right yeah absolutely yeah walking's the way to go when you're when you're done yeah yeah, yeah. personally walking, i think you should then, see a chiropractor afterwards you know i'm too. <laughs> i'm a big fan of strength training because that's that's really like you need your muscle tone to help you burn fat and make you look better like <laughs> you need some muscles yeah so there, yeah know? so let's talk about that because after 40 you really do start to especially after 50 really too you start to lose your muscle tone oh and you're so, gonna lose it yeah but so yeah the good news is you have the same capacity to gain muscle as an 18 year old good you're news. just gonna lose it faster if you don't keep it up okay. that's the only problem okay so that there is good news there you know so okay. you can get your muscle but it's harder to keep Okay. Like an 18 year old can work out once and like, they'll be great for a few years. You know what I mean? Like they're right. fine, but you're going to lose it in a few days. So you gotta, you gotta keep working on it. So if you work out even just twice a week uh-huh. with strength training, okay. and I always tell people do the big four, you know, do planks, uh-huh. do squats, uh-huh. do push ups and do assisted pull-ups, you know, so whether you have like a Gravitron machine or you're just, you know, you go under a bar and pull up while you're using your legs, like that's okay too. But those four things are a full body workout and you can do that in 10 minutes. You don't have to take an hour. You can do it. All right. 10 minutes. You got your planks, you got your uh, your push-ups? squats, push-ups, and assisted pull-ups. All right. And are any of these while holding weights or just, this is just using your own body? No, your own body weights. All right. So, and, and that is considered strength training, ladies. Okay. You don't have (laughs) to, you don't have to go to the gym and like work out on all the weight machines if you're not up to that point, but, but doing proper squats, right? Um, Mm -hmm. you want to, you want to watch your form, get some help and, um, and start getting your large muscle groups going again. Yeah, actually, I, I have a great plug for myself right here. Please do. Because I just got I just got this really great new software from Amsterdam that like no one else has. Fantastic. And so my clients have been loving this thing. Like I will send them a workout and they have animation of every single exercise. Oh, fantastic. So they can see it as they're doing it on their phone. Like make sure here your butt goes back here, your knees don't stick out here, do that. You know, it shows you while you're working out, how you're supposed to look in the right form. Awesome. So it's, it's like awesome. you have your little trainer with you, making sure that you're doing your yeah. your form. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm doing online training because you know I can't get to my people in Los Angeles now. So now we do like Skype calls and I do online training through that software. And how will people find you 
if they want to find you? On my website, which is zengray.com. All right, there you go. Yeah. So what would you say, um, you know, other than the stress eating, what would you say is kind of the biggest challenge that your that your mom uh, post-baby clients go through? Um, I think time management is, is a yeah. big issue because yeah. you're working around baby. Yeah, all the time. And it's tough. Like, I never know. Like, is she going to go to sleep at 11 a.m. or is she going to go to sleep at 1 p.m.? Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she, she fluctuates depending upon how her night is. Sometimes she's up on fire until 11 o'clock, but I, then she'll sleep till 8 in the morning really well. You know, like, it, it really depends. I think humans should evolve with, well, not only a third set of teeth, because I really think we should evolve to have a third set of teeth. It's only fair if we're going to live this long. But I think that babies should be born, even if it's just only good for, like, the first year or so, with, like, an on-off switch. You know, just like, here, just go to sleep now. <laughs> It would be good. And it, yes. it could be limited. You know, you could only turn it off a certain number of hours, you know. So, like, just yeah. a little on-off switch. I think it'd be really nice. Yeah. No, yeah, that'd be helpful. Yeah, it'd be helpful. So, so time management. You know, like, she's still pretty good. I mean, that being said, like, she's a good baby. It's just, you know, like. No, I Zen, she's plan. a bad like, it, baby. It was tough to, like, plan this call because I'm like, I don't know. Maybe she, you know, but I got her to sleep. So, I'm like, all right, we're good. You know, so, you know, it's the time management, I think, is tough for yeah. parents. Right. You know, so take advantage parents. of the it's walking, hard. right? Because the walking can the be walking on baby's schedule. The walking is great. You can include the baby. Right. Yeah. And so, so it doesn't matter if she's up or asleep. She's great walking. Right. And you can uh, and and design, what do you say, about twice a week at least, like a, a strength training program? A you strength said it could training take like thing, 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, and I find she loves to watch me do things. And if I was holding her and doing squats, like, okay, I've just added 20, 25 pounds. Great. You know, that's no big deal. You can't really do push-ups with her on your back unless, I don't know, you could put a baby Bjorn on, I'm sure, but you don't want to, like, crush the baby. <laughs> if you, you know. do that, could you please take pictures and post them? <laughs> I want to see that. Well, you know. <laughs> like, go, Mommy, go. But she does love to watch. Like, she's just fascinated with, like, stuff that I do. So, right. you know, it's kind of fun. Right, so, so take she'd be fine, I think, for 10 minutes. Just watch me put her in a bouncy chair. All right, I'm going to do my push-ups now. Like, here you go. Okay. Well, I like this because this is this is sort of at your fingertips kind of um, this, you know, this is what you can do. Because I do think that there's a there's kind of a mindset that you get into about fitness and like, well, if I could just, you know, get to the gym three days a week and I could do this and I could do that. And it's like, you know what, that just might not happen. It probably won't happen yeah. in particular yeah. when you have a, a baby because there's always something that's going to get in your way. And sometimes you're just too damn tired at the one hour that you could possibly go. And you might actually genuinely need to sleep instead. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, you know, go on an evening walk or something later. Although I was just noticing yesterday, because um, really, because now I have two classes on one day. And so Wednesday, Wednesdays are tough for me. And I was so tired. I did not want to go to that evening class. And I, you know, was just dreading it. And I got there. I did great. I made sure I had a protein shake before and I mm -hmm. had a protein bar after. And I was coming home and I thought, I feel so much better than I did before this class. Like, oh, I know I say this to people. <laughs> like, but, you'll have more energy look at after me. you work out, but you don't really believe it, you know? Yeah, it turns out I'm not lying. So, <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, absolutely, exercise can help you, you know, wake up and get more energy for sure. You know, yeah. but we've all had yeah. those nights, you know, where baby doesn't let you sleep more than an hour and a half at a time. And sometimes your your little brain needs to turn off. So, and again, that's about, I mean, I talk about it in MILF 101. That's about finding your truth and doing whatever your best is for today. Like it doesn't have to be the same every day. You can just have an honest assessment of what you're capable of. And what Zen's yeah. telling you, and she's been working with people forever, is that, yes, the walking is going to help you. The walking and doing your own little 10-minute routine with squats, no weights, no equipment, nothing. You don't need anything. Just um, find any time, whenever you can, and fit that in for yourself. Yeah. So... She's the expert, and I'm just telling you what she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps. I've seen it help a lot of people. So I've got a lot of people that could uh, give you a testimonial to that. Like, it really does work. You just got to kind of change your mind and then do it. And um, what, do you, what do you think is, like, the biggest mistake that people make in this process? They're hard on themselves. They're too hard on themselves. Oh, yeah. They really are. You know, like if you're a stress eater, it's not going to help you to go stupid, stupid, I'm stupid. Why didn't I get to the gym? Oh, I'm such a jerk. You know, like let's eat some you. pasta because I'm such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it doesn't, it right? doesn't help. It doesn't no, help. it doesn't help. And um, uh, well, I think, too, you know, when we see in the media, of course, you know, the first thing everybody talks about as soon as a celebrity has a baby is how quickly they took the weight off. And oh, yeah. I think. um you know, we when I when I was uh, teaching childbirth, you know, we used to always say minimum, minimum, minimum. You know, nine months on, nine months off. You got to give yourself mm -hmm. some room mm -hmm. and some and some time. But you know, when I don't know the latest Kardashian or whatever loses her weight in six weeks, or um, you know, even I mean, some of these women, it's just ridiculous. I don't even know what they're doing. Um, they're they're you know film ready after three weeks. <laughs> Baby. Well, and there's it's really pressure and motivation involved in someone that is a, you know, a public figure. Well, it's their that, job. Yeah. You know, like when you think about it, like, hey, I'm just kind of hanging out with my baby. I don't have to do a photo shoot next week. I don't have the same kind of pressure to say no to every little, you know, piece of chocolate during the 4th of July celebration someone might have just had. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the same. Really. No, it's so a completely different to lifestyle. To keep your own motivation and your own reasons in mind, it might you might not be under this kind of stress that someone else is under, and you know, be thankful for that. Like you don't have to be in a bikini, you know, next week and have all these people, you know, pick on you, and you know, maybe you don't get paid. Like you know, the, the kind of stress that people are under. I know, right? Like that's a really good you know, way. That's a really good point, Zen. It's sort of like. Well, lucky for you, you don't have to lose the weight in six weeks. Maybe you can just right. kind of enjoy your baby, enjoy your life, right. and take your time just getting yourself back to a healthy weight and enjoy the fact that you don't have the pressure to. Yeah. You I know, mean, be, be happy you're not two. a Kardashian. I mean, really. Let's all just be happy for a moment of silence. Let's just be happy for a you moment know? that we're not Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for so many reasons. So, right? <laughs> yes. So, um, 
Well, thank you for sharing your story. It was, uh, it's very, um, you know, personal and private, and you've always been really um, generous that way with letting other women know that, you know, even though, you know, you are a fitness and wellness coach, um, and here you are, you're a mom going through your own challenges in getting getting yourself back to where you want to be. And I think that, yeah. um, I think it's, it's really important that you're doing that. And, and if you go, if you go onto Zen's Facebook page, you know, you'll see she's posted pictures and she's talked about it and blogged about it. And, um, and it's really cool. I think it's a, a, a very generous and helpful, uh, way to, to handle all of it as opposed to just sort of reemerging. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, you know, it's always fun to imagine you can do that. But, you know, for me, it was, you know what, I need some support and I need yeah. some guidance. And if I inspire somebody along the way, that makes me feel better, too. And yeah. so that helps, you know. Yeah. So it's like everybody wins exactly. when you share. Yeah. And so, you know, and I've always it. said everybody goes up and down. Like no one can stay in, you know, perfect figure competition form you know, 24 exactly. set, like you just can't do it. So even competitive athletes go up and down. It's, you know, it's normal. Yes, absolutely. There's, there's sort of a season yeah. for a season for all of your, yes. uh, all of your sizes and shapes and, and which reminds me, yes. I have to congratulate you on your red dress. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Look think, so hot. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It's not totally my fight weight, but I got that damn dress on. <laughs> Oh, you look good. You look thank good. you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yes. it was it was it was a lot of food watching, honestly, because because I have sort of the uh, the exercises built in and the and the yoga and the and, and everything and um, but boy boy the food and the wine and the, the martinis food. and the mm -hmm. things like that no fun no fun but you know it was worth I it know. because I did have that goal to get there and I feel better and my joints feel better and it's you know all of it's worth it so thank you yeah that's a really yeah. fucking expensive dress. So I was highly motivated because I cannot <laughs> afford another competition dress right now. I mean, they're no, they're sick. They're ridiculous. So, well, so thank you for that. But um, so, uh, do you uh, do you want to talk about your uh, little venture yet, or maybe next time you want to tell I'm us? I'm not about ready. Yet. You're not ready. No, okay. No, but, no. The boutique gym is coming, but as soon as I'm ready to share, I will you, give then, details. Yes, you I'm give very us another call over it. here. Okay, but I'm going to give you a little quiz. Have you ever? Yes. Okay. This is, have you ever watched Inside the Actor's Studio? Inside the Actor's Studio? Sure. <laughs> You're on the hot seat right now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the little MILF quiz. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. All right. So just answer these questions however they come to your mind. Okay. Ready? Uh, first word that comes to mind when you hear MILF. Hot. What turns you on creatively? Um, lots of paint and like a huge canvas. I had no idea. Um, yeah. What turns you off creatively? Oh, mean people. <laughs> um, what sound or noise do you love? I totally know the Walking on a wood pier. Cool. Uh, what sound or noise do you hate? Screeching tires. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. 
It's the best one, right? It's just, it's an oldie but a goodie. It's an oldie but a goodie, exactly. It is. (laughs) Works in so many circumstances. It Uh, does. Your number one, now I know your husband's hot and everything, okay, but we're just talking fantasy. Number one celebrity on your hump island. Number one celebrity on my what? Your hump island. Your list. My hump island? Yeah. You know, I got to say, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. What a name. Wow. Right? All right. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Khan. Amazing. All right. Nice. Uh, what profession would you not like to do? Reporter. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, huh, yeah, it could be interesting. But, but yeah, you're right. That'd be, yeah. Um, okay. Favorite song to sing in the shower? Hmm. You know, I'm into Rubber Ducky right now. (laughs) (laughs) I actually used to love to sing Rubber Ducky. It's kind of funny because my friend had a player piano. And, you know, one of the ones where you put the little roll in, not a digital one, you put the little roll in with the little holes and Uh the the piano Uh plays. And she had the roll of Rubber Ducky. She she had it. And, And Anna, the little girl that I nannied, who was just in a show, that I just saw because she's all grown up. We used to sing that with her all the time. <laughs> love Rubber Ducky, baby. I wish I wouldn't have to pay ducky. for it. I'd sing a little chorus of it now. Um, okay, so favorite song to sing for karaoke after two drinks? Ooh. Uh, I Will Survive. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I definitely need to hear you do that sometime. Um, okay, if uh, if heaven exists... What would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? <laughs> Good job. There you Come go. Come on in. Good job. Come on in. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You're like, oh, I do get to go. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. Uh, you can find Zen on Facebook. Her book is called From Flab to Fit. I did get that right, right? And mm-hmm. um, and you can also find her at zengray.com. She is a wealth of information. And thank you so much for calling in. It, it's always wonderful and informative to have you on. Thank you. It's always fun to, to chat with you. All right, my dear. Well, you have you have a beautiful day. Um, all thank of you, you. Thank you. All of you uh, out there, you can find me on Facebook as Sophie Venable. You can follow me on Twitter at MILF Talk. And you can find my book, MILF 101, on Amazon.com. Or enter a giveaway on Goodreads right now and win one of 20 copies that I'm giving away. That's 100% free. And uh, thank you for listening today. Remember, your life does not have to be perfect to be fabulous. 